things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Hi, we are here on another edition of the tailgate. Jeff is, can't talk right now because he's stuffing his face with a Burger King hamburger. I'm good. And uh, watching Edgar Thompson on TV, and I think it's too much. He may puke it up, so <laughs> I don't know. Why would they put him on there? They put anybody on there, and if I was there, I'd be on there, Okay. Yeah, but you, I, you wouldn't be wearing a nice shirt, though. They may no, not put you on. I would, well, pro, I would wear at least a button-down shirt. I would. I, it ain't going to be a long sleeve shirt. Although I will say, as a rule, SEC Media Days tends to be really cold. They they get the air conditioning really low. Mm, but Pack the people in there. I do miss it a little bit, but there's a lot of it I don't miss. And most of what I don't miss is actually having to listen to the coaches, which is boring. It's yeah. terrible. Napier was boring. <clears throat> he was better on Feinbaum. He was better during his little s- stint with Paul. Wasn't great, but it's it's all the stuff we've been hearing. You knew that's what it was going to be, over and over again. Um, you know, I mean, it, look, not a lot comes off that podium. Here's the problem with the podium: guys are going to say they're going to give their recruit slash alumni speech. Sure. And when you get them off to the side is when you get good stuff. And that's what I always tried to do. I, I would always go to that thing. I would never take any notes. I'd just listen to it. I'd ask a question or two just so that my bosses would see that I was working. Mm-hmm. Pat Dooley, Gainesville son. Uh, coach, can you talk about your, uh, your left guard? Somebody asked him. What is uh, up with his haircut? It's uh, a know, big question. I thought about asking him that question when I introduced him at the quarterback club, and I think the answer is, you know, he just sh- shaves it every morning. No. He just doesn't want to deal with it. 
So he just gets it cut really short, and then that's one less thing he has to do in the morning but how to often, get ready. How often do you think he... Once a week? Maybe oh, twice? I think it's more than that. No way. That thing never gets more than a, a quarter of an inch over his head. Yeah, it doesn't grow as fast, I'm sure. You're going to do that every day, because then what's the point? Then you're wasting more time. I can already see your hair. Defeats from, the purpose. From your haircut the other day from Randy. Yeah. It's already grown a little bit. I, I can see that. His never grows. It always seems to be the same height. Edgar's doesn't grow either, nor does Paul's. No, Edgar's the <laughs> Edgar and Paul, their hair never grows. You're right. <laughs> You're absolutely right about that. This is a bald man's reunion right here. They're they're loving each other. What was, what what do you do? do Edgar you... kind of looks like Mr. Burns, doesn't he, from The Simpsons? Yes, yes, Paul. I think the Gators will be great this year. <laughs> we should we can make fun of Edgar because he's up there and we're not we're down here. Yeah. I wish I was there and I wish I wasn't there. You know what I mean? I keep mm. I keep going through this dynamic in my mind like you feel like you're missing out on something well i do and and it's because i went to a hundred in a row you know well, you still could have gone yeah who was going to pay for my hotel you okay <laughs> i think you have the answer to that dilemma why don't you just bunk up with edgar how about no okay but i mean it it i the days when they're in there and you see all the hacks that you know and are friends of yours and they're all the they're they're all hanging out. And you can see them talking, um, and you, you're going to find out more. Let me tell you what: as a beat writer or a, a columnist, you're going to find out more at SEC Media Days talking to people that aren't coaches or players than you will. Sure. Yeah, that's where you find out everything. But what I loved was you would get when you could get the players by themselves, or you get them off to the corner, you get off off to the side, Florida. And most schools do this now. They would have a room where they would take the th- the players and uh, allow you, at the local media, to talk to them. Uh, and it was great. That was always the best part of it. I didn't care about then what they said in the podium or what they said somewhere else. Um, in fact, the podium became the uh, kind of like the where the boring stuff was, unless it was you know Spurrier saying he didn't vote for TB- Tebow or. Something like that. Yeah, that was a classic. That was a that was the most hilarious non-story of all time. Was for two days, people are trying to figure out who is the one because they that back then they used to put out the all SEC team first. So the first day, and it came out, and they go, "Well, yeah, Tebow's a quarterback." Oh, one coach didn't vote for him. Who was it? That was a big. Mystery. Everybody's trying to figure out who it was, and it turned out that Spurrier didn't, but Spurrier blames it on Jamie Speronis. That which became a whole nother story. It was hilarious. It was fun. Always fun. I oh. do miss that. I do miss yeah. that part of it. There's parts of it. it. It's just like everything, Jeff, with me. Like, I miss going to games, but I don't miss being at games. Mm-hmm. I don't miss crawling yeah. through the crowd. You got to figure out which one's more important. I don't know. What means what? What is more well, important? If it's important for you to call, Jason is here today. He's producing 392-8255. So certainly uh, we'll get to a lot of the stuff that uh, Billy Napier said and talked about those things and the uh, rest of the stuff from Media Day. Let's uh, let's get John before we uh, get a break, get him in here. John, what's up, buddy? Yeah, good afternoon, guys. I guess uh, Tebow stuck at the spur with the 
the show that he put up in uh, in South Carolina that year, 2007. He well, actually, it was uh, it was at least a year later. It might, I think it was 08. It might have been 09. Well, then he did that, but he, I guess that was the, I know it was, but he wasn't that the year he was vote. He well, he vo- vote for- no, I he voted for Jevin Sneed was who he oh, voted really? for. But he right. he said that Jamie did the voting and, uh, but he, I don't know, he had a little input into it. Let's vote right. for Jevin. Let's vote for Jevin Sneed. He beat him. Well, no, so it would have been '09 because he said, "Yeah, he beat him last year. He should be the quarterback." Right, that's true. Um, last night's game, uh, Jeff. I know you're a purist of a pitcher, but um, I, I could care less about the, the pitching dominance that, that that game, except for the two innings. I mean, I, I really didn't care for the the battery of the Yankees in there in the sixth inning, talking to each other and. I mean, you know, when Alonzo got on first on a walk, I wanted to see a gap or at least send the game to extra innings. I wanted to see the home run derby in this game, you know, the way that it, I think it should have been rather than, you know, the last four innings were just absolutely yeah, boring. boring. You know, I mean, guys dominating. No, I get it. But that is part of the problem with the All-Star game right now is I don't know that, I don't know that there's a solvable problem there yeah. because – Look, if you take the best pitchers in on both leagues, yeah, and you're only throwing them everybody's one inning. still in 98, and yeah. they're going to throw one inning, and you can't time them. It's up, a miracle they got five runs yeah. out of it. No, it, it is it is hard, John. Um, but like, remember, hey, this not only is, that, Jeff, but everybody is trying to hit a homer. So right, you know. and this, but this is the only sport too where you can't really like half-ass it. And and you know the NBA All Star Game they're not playing defense so it looks good. Either. The Pro Bowl is just a free for all. Same thing, no it. defense. But when you have your one opportunity as a pitcher, you're going to go balls of the wall and try to get guys out. So it's really Maybe that's why it's so competitive. I mean, I saw some some pitches that were. I mean, you know, it's, it's through the whole year. I mean, they should have tightened the strike zone. You know, maybe I mean that. Doesn't, I think they that should play slow pitch. You, if you start softball. walking, people. And you know you walk two or three batters. That's not exciting to me either. So mm-hmm. I mean, how do you how do you solve I, that problem? There, you know? I don't I don't think there is a good all star game anymore. I don't think any of it used to be a big deal in my life when I was a kid. Yeah, right. I just don't think there's anyone that I want to watch. Any zero. You know, when Reggie Jackson hits the tra- uh, up in the transformer up in the, in Tiger Stadium, you know when he played for the Oakland A's, that was that was a classic or. You know, even even in an outfield where Dave Parker throws a guy out of at home when he you know deep in right field. I mean, he, that guy had a cannon of an arm. Those are those are classics. Or or Pete Rose taking out Ray Fossey. You know, you know home Ruin plate. Ray you know. Fossey's life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing a, is, again, I mean, I, I've said this before, but it used to be that you would watch the All Star Game because you wanted to see how the American League and National League would do against each other. Now they're 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 like they could have played last week, you know. They, I mean, there there is no mystery there. So it's taken that part of it took it out for me. I just don't care. I and to be honest with you, just I just I didn't watch one second of it. I I watched. I finished up the last two episodes of The Boys. That was what I did last night instead of the right. Star game. Is there a so, quacking in your background? Am I? That's some. I'm, I live out in the country, so there's birds and stuff like that. So. Okay. <laughs> hey, taking things from the media day. I mean, you know, it's hot, fresh off the iron, and I'm, I'm, I'm giving my early three, 
three keys to Florida having a successful season. And what's successful for me is uh, eight and four, possibly a nine and three. You know, you know the the, the, the no brainer games that I don't think Florida. I, mean, I don't say they don't have a shot, but you know Georgia, Texas A&M. I think Tennessee kind of gets off the schneid this year. So, can we take LSU? I mean, they're they're in the same boat as us. Yeah, we're at home, so there's an opportunity there. You know, Utah. I mean, that should be a jacked up game. But the three three components, obviously, you know, I've I heard some of it today, and I kind of agree with it. Is Anthony Richards got to stay healthy? You know, if we if he gets banged up like he's he's notorious of being, we have no shot of you know outside of Vanderbilt and you know the cupcake game, games. But I don't think we have a shot at anything if he gets if he gets banged up and injured. That's the key. I mean, yeah, he plays solid average but if he stays healthy i think we can we can do you know some good things this year well uh, i've said one. it before if if anthony richardson is a quarterback all year this has a 10 win potential if, well, it, if potential. he's not then it, it's got a six win potential right my other one is ventral Miller. he's got to be he's got to come back and be what he used to be and be a disruptor because that i think that sets the table for everybody else if everybody's having to cheat over and, 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 and help on on run, some of the safeties or, you know, even the corners, that just exposed our whole team. And I think his his play has got to be vital and, and part on defense. I think that's the, the other one. And third, third, team, third thing that I that I look at, I mean, I mean it says it's general, generalized. We got to get – we got to be better on special teams, whether it's punt – we don't we don't necessarily have to block punts, which would be nice, or field goals would be nice, but we got to flip the field, you know, get you know, you know, sh- you know, get a get a good punt and 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 pin people down, and then that's you know, hopefully, you know, get them to punt, and we get a short field. That's that's going to be the key to success there. I mean, I know that coaches talk about it, but I'm I'm looking at these three basic things from each 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 offense, defense, and special teams. That's got to be vital, and I and I think that uh, we we have a chance if if all three of those go, we have a good season. Wait a minute, John. So you're saying that all Florida has to do is be good on offense, defense, and special teams? And yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's I'm being general. You know, that, that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, yeah every that. every team in America has to do that. do that. But those are the three. But you're right. I mean, Richardson's got to stay healthy. Ventrell Miller. Yep. I've said this before. Florida is two injuries away from being yep. a six of six team. Uh, the special teams is something that we have no idea. I I am I cannot believe they're not going to be any better than they've been over the last ten years. Ten last ten years, mediocre at best. Talking about I am talking. I'm talking about you mean like yeah, like Where's blocking okay, kicks and running kicks back. Never blocking kicks. Yeah, but nobody runs kicks back turn. anymore. Well, we had uh, Tony well, had one two years ago. Florida had it on a trick play. Yeah. So, yeah. but I mean, they don't run back kicks. They don't block kicks. Yeah, but they punt yeah. and kick well. They kick pretty good. Yeah. Okay, but I. I but that's I, what special teams has turned into so across the country. So what you're saying is special teams is not a third of the game. No, uh, I'm no. I'm no, not you're saying, saying that. You're. I'm saying not that. saying that. You're saying that. But I'm. I'm not saying it's like been miserable over the last ten years. Like it's you're been saying. Oh, I think it's think been. So. But you've had low <laughs> mediocre. You've had millions of NFL players at those positions. Yeah. Kicking and punting has been fine. Right. 
But the rest of it has been okay, non a non-factor for the it, last 10 years. Right, but it's right? also that way across the country. Who's done it to Florida? Anybody? No. Less miles. Old that was what, hunt. 10 years ago? No. 12 years ago? Nobody does Alabama, it anymore. I'm That's all I'm Alabama saying. Alabama did it to us, but Alabama's been been really good with you know guys like Jalen Waddle or you know. So you're saying basically back. special teams are not a factor, right? Is what you're saying. It's not because of the way the kickoff is yeah. now. Nobody runs it back, and because of the way people punt, nobody runs back punts. Like and give, nobody give blocks me, punts. Right. So give me an example. Nobody even tries to block punts. All right, so, I'll look up some stats for you. Yeah, do it. I mean, that's all I'm saying. So you're saying the why do they even practice? Especially yeah, right. Because you still have to do it. It's a part of the game. Remember, uh, I, I, but I don't agree. I think it can be a difference. D- there's maker. not. I think it can be too. But again, nobody does it. All right, I'm gonna look up some stuff. For you. All right, do it. Hey, thanks, guys. Thank you, John. Appreciate yeah. you. Let's uh, let's get a break while Dooley does some research that he's not going to be able to find. Three nine two eight two five five. You're listening to the tailgate. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ailey Shames. Today marked day three of the SEC Media Days. Gators head coach Billy Napier, quarterback Anthony Richardson, offensive lineman Richard Garage, and linebacker Ventrell Miller all represented Florida in Atlanta to answer questions from reporters. The Florida Gators have top-tier representation at the World Athletic Championships in Eugene, Oregon. Joseph Fanbelow will be competing in the 200-meter finals. He clinched his spot after clocking in at 19.92 seconds in his previous heat. After going undrafted in this past MLB draft, Florida Gators pitcher Nick Pogue signed a contract with the Washington Nationals. The redshirt sophomore was going to be transferring to Ole Miss, but will now turn pro after inking his first professional contract. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ailey Shane. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey Gator Nation, it's Jamil here from the Mealy Pop Shop. Gainesville's home for all things sports cards, collectibles, memorabilia, autographs, Pokemon, Funko Pop, comics, coins, and more. Just wanted to share with you information about our new website, MealyPops.com. Well, Jamil, the website is fantastic. I was on there last night. You've got a ton of sports cards, Pokemon boxes, and packs. I even jumped into one of the online breaks, and guess what? I want some sweet stuff. Yeah, man, the website's got links to even all our social media accounts and info on the shop. We can't list everything on the store, so come on by the shop for a selection over 1 million cards and unopened boxes and packs. Remember, MealyPops.com, M-E-E-L-Y-P-O-P-S.com, and we are also open every Tuesday through Sunday, located here in town by the Santa Fe College sign off 39th Avenue. Thank you so much for your support, Gator Nation, and as always, Go Gators! There's a ton of things I love doing. That's why I have so many fun jobs and why I try so hard to make it to the kids' concerts, recitals, and games. But with everything that's going on, it doesn't leave me much time to take care of the chores at home. And since I hate chores, especially cleaning, I let the experts handle that one for me. Each week, a fully trained team from Molly made dust, vacuum, wipes, cleans, whatever I need them to do in the house, leaving me more time to do the things I enjoy. Molly made is fully insured and is ready to do your dirty work for you as well. Call them up at 378-7755 or check them out online at mollymade.com. They're made for this. Here are your three grilled cheeseburgers. Enjoy your Sonic. So what came first, the grilled cheese or the burger? So you know the burger had to come first. You go back hundreds of years. 
Oh, cheese has been around hundreds of years, too. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. What do you get when you combine a grilled cheese with a cheeseburger? The new Sonic Grilled Cheeseburger. Made with 100% pure seasoned beef and Texas toast. Try one half price in the app. Wow, this is a good debate. Online only or in the Sonic app. Add-ons extra. Limit one. Not good with other offers. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. In 1971, Meldon Law was established, and since that time, the firm has been dedicated to getting the justice its clients deserve after being seriously injured in an accident. Our commitment to this community is paramount, and we won't back down in representing our clients. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldonLaw.com. We are your home for the Rays, the Lightning, and the Bucks. We are proud to bring Tampa to Gainesville. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, welcome back. Phone lines are open. 392-8255. Dules and Dozo here with you. A Wednesday edition of the tailgate. Text A&M at uh, Media Days tomorrow, and they will not have Anaya Smith. They will not have their uh, number one receiver. Guy that was supposed to be there. Why, you asked? Well, because he was arrested early Wednesday morning by Texas A&M police released after uh, posting combined bail in the amount of $8,000. What did he do? Well, he uh, was driving while intoxicated and then got capped with unlawful carrying of a weapon and marijuana possession in the car. Other than that, he was, he was fun, It was a yeah. nice night. Now, let me, chances he doesn't start their opener? 100%. Well, no, you, the chances he doesn't start would be 0%. 100% he doesn't start. Oh, he'll start. Their no. Game. Who do they play? In? Well, they may not play anybody in their first game. I don't know who they they have. He's not going to get punished. Why not? It's going to be saving discipline. You're a damn team. He's going to make him go. He's going to make him go in a ride along. That's what he's going to yeah. do. He's a team captain That's last year. You know what he's going to be? All right, we're going to take your captaincy away. Ooh. Well, remember the last guy that was arrested by a name, though? They kicked him off the team. Who was that? Desmond Dimas. I don't even, I've never even but heard that. But that was guy. more yeah. like an assault charge. It also probably was that he wasn't any good. This guy's good. Well, yeah, he was their best player. So he'll be, he'll be on the team. He'll be on the team for the first important game. He'll be on the team, but I wouldn't play him. First he'll, game. He'll start. Well, it, I mean, again, their first game, I don't know. But, I mean, imagine that. Like, what what, may, what possesses you to do that when you know that you're representing your team in two days in front of everybody? You go out and be selfish idiot seem, like that. Yeah, that does seem a little stupid. But, I mean, if you've been doing that basically for six months, it's not going to make you stop doing it that day. Yeah. Um, but, again, I mean, it's it's easy for me to say that. But, I mean, I don't know the kid. I don't know anything about him. But, yeah, it was a big story, and it's certainly a story that a lot of people are going to be talking about at SEC Media Days tomorrow. They'll they'll get past the uh, Jimbo-Nick feud and have to go to that. He won't be happy. 
You won't. Be, uh, let me tell you what. A coach never likes when the day before SEC media days they mm, go are not gonna ask and answer about questions about a play. Remember Saban? That's when he lost it against Feinbaum. Mm-hmm. Who the? I can't remember who the players were. They had two players that got arrested, and they it, but they got arrested in Louisiana. They were from Louisiana, and they were. I think they were smoking blunts in the car, and they got arrested. And of course, he said, "We'll deal with it," you know. And and he finally told Feinbaum, "We'll deal with it. Shut the H up, you know. And we're going to deal with it. Don't worry about it. I you don't tell me how I'm going to punish my players." So what they do? Put them in a ride along, go on a ride along for four days, four nights, whatever. That's what his. And and look, I think they produce. Some great kids. I, I, I'm not saying he's wrong about that, but it certainly has – it's different. Ride-alongs are fun. You ever done that? I've never done that. Mm. I don't want to do that. Well, that's pretty cool. Because somebody may shoot at the car. I'm worried about dying. This is the only thing at my advanced age I worry about is dying. And a, don't put yourself in position to die. Like, you want me to go bungee jumping? Not a chance. You want me, like, would I have done it 20 years ago? Probably. Would I do it today? No. Would. Jeez. No. I'm not going to do that. Then you wouldn't go out and shoot 95 all the time in golf anymore. I, I, first of all, I haven't shot a 95 in a long, long time since my knees first got repaired. Today I shot 41 and played terrible nice. on, the, on the front nine. No, so baby. Just so you know. It was hot out today, too. It was steaming. It yeah, was steaming. A lot of rain. And it was weird how, it, that, yeah, again, I mean, I know how Gainesville is, but it was weird how this morning, uh, Karen and I went and got our fourth booster shot together, and then I go, you know, I, I think this weather is going to hold up. I went out to the golf course. I could have played 36 holes. I mean, it was, you know, it was fine all day. But it was steamy. It was like sweaty. It wasn't good. So that was big news. Even bigger news, Sean O'Malley is going to face former bantamweight champion Peter Yan at the uh, UFC 280. How much interest do you have in that? Have you ever watched one UFC fight? Uh, No. I I would have to go with no on that. Doesn't mean it's wrong. Doesn't mean it's bad. Doesn't mean those of you who like it are wrong, okay? It's just hard to watch just people not, beat not the me. crap out I of each wanna, other. Yeah. I can go to any bar and see that. <laughs> All right. Actually, there are, night, there are days at Ironwood, right? Mm-hmm. How'd, you, <laughs> how'd your research do on special teams? Well, Michigan was the number one team last year in special teams. If you, if you look at all the special teams, you're not just looking at punting and kicking. It's everything. Uh, Michigan, Iowa, Texas A&M, NC State, all, all winning teams. I, all I'm saying is if Florida, in the old days, in the Urban Meyer days. Yes, it helped them win some games. Yes. So why not help it win you games be, now? Be, I, you can, but the problem is you have kickers now in this league that kick it in the end zone. Okay. You don't get They don't all kick it in the end zone. Just about every no, one of them does. don't. Florida hadn't. I mean, McPherson did kick it in the end zone. BS, he it did was right on the goal line. He would, he, and they would, and and, and a the, lot of guys ran it. And out. the numbers show that they don't get to the twenty-five yard line. 
So but why you know would why? you do it? But here's why. Here's what has happened with special teams. Here's why. Guys, uh, coaches are not putting enough stress on it. It's not important enough to them because they they know that, hey, if, you know. But the Gators had several starters on special teams, so that's not the case. No, but they don't put the, the – they, they don't worry about it. They just don't worry about it as much. It's just give me the ball. Because you don't need to worry it right. Because you don't need to worry about it as much. Because if you've got a good offense, statistically, analytically, all that stuff shows that it's better to take the ball to twenty-five. I'm sorry, I come from the school of Brandon James. Okay, that's one guy, and I come from the school of Jack West Green. Okay, I come from the school of Steve Tan. And how long ago were all those? Well, Brandon James wasn't that long ago. I come from the school of Andre Debose. I come from the. I mean, I, I, look, I, I either if they don't eliminate the kickoff, which I don't think they can because of the onside kick, you got to have that. Um, it is what it is, but why not take it, make it your advantage? But you, why not be really good there? Why not be really good at that part of it? And maybe that makes a difference between seven and five and eight and three or eight and four. Maybe it does. Okay, you have to have a dynamic player to do that. Can you can you give me one on the I, skater I team? I hope they do. I, I I don't know that they do. I mean, the guy that everybody thought it was going to be was uh, what Fenley Graham, who everybody thought was going to be the next great kick return. Now he's on the portal. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I look. I just know special teams were like not a factor. And after after spending six years covering Urban Meyer's teams. And that was that was a huge advantage for Florida. Agreed. But they had the players to do it. But it was still a huge advantage. I agree. Let's get uh, Lee. Hey, Lee, welcome to the tailgate. Hey, how y'all doing? I got a uh, quick question. Uh, okay, uh, COVID cases are back on the rise. And when students get back on campus, uh, I know the cases will probably go up. You think they'll keep the players away from the general population again? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think that, you know, you're hoping that your uh, players are vaccinated. And if they aren't, you know, I mean, I I saw where and, Andrew Wiggins said the other day he regrets getting vaccinated because he only got vaccinated because that was the only way he could play. And then he won a world championship, but he regrets getting vaccinated. I'm like, how stupid are you? I mean, but, um, you know, I, I – I don't think it goes back. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, look at look at the All Star game last night. That's in in L A. Yeah, like I, it, you're just you're at a look, point now with with the country the way that it is. You're not going to like we we know how to handle no. it. Well, here's the bottom line. It, I, I still think it's very important to be vaccinated. That's my opinion. Doesn't mean that I uh, everybody's going to agree with me, but because I think it's you're less likely to die. You still can get sick. My wife just got sick. She's been vaccinated, three, well, now four times. She just got really sick. My daughter got sick. She's been vaccinated. You can get sick, but you're less likely to be in the hospital. And I I know that is going to be an issue, and it's still an issue. Who was it that just tested positive the other night? And Was it a, was it a player in the All-Star game and they couldn't play? It was somebody. Somebody. I, I can't remember who it was. But anyway. It's still going to be a factor, you know, but um, I don't. you can't isolate them from the population. It's going to happen. I mean, you can say, hey, you know, don't go any 
to any classes in cla- in uh, in your uh, classrooms, but uh, you're still going to go to the, the new swamp and all those kind of places. Yeah, I understand. I'm yeah. trying to pub Thank up God. the new swamp, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. I appreciate it, guys. All right, Lee. Thank you. I want to. I want. I, we got to be doing remotes out there on Fridays. We got to work that out with uh, Ryan. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. It would be cool. All right. Cool. If uh, you want to join us too. If not, just sit back, put your feet up, and uh, listen as we continue to talk through a Wednesday edition of the Tailgate. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Want to start a career with a local company that's been in business for almost four decades, proudly serves the growing needs of our community, and has excellent pay and benefits? Join the quality plumbing team today. From high school grads to apprenticeships, journeymen to master plumbers, quality plumbing can help you build a rewarding career in a high-demand industry. Earn while you learn. Endless opportunities for advancement in job security. Visit qualityplumbing.com today to learn more. License number CFC043073. The springtime is packed with Gator sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. The barbecue dream began just before the Gators started winning a bunch of championships in the mid-2000s. And more than a decade later, I'm grateful to Gainesville. Just want to say thanks for helping us put the ribs back in barbecue. Hey, this is Adam of Adam's Rib Company. My wife Michelle and I just love seeing thousands of you that have made our restaurant a place to gather, chat, root on the Gators, and chow down on some barbecue. From their slow-smoked ribs, pork, or chicken with flavors that are fantastic, to homemade side dishes of anything imaginable, there's a reason why I use Adam's for a ton of my lunch breaks in between the many jobs from game day ordering to that special event where you don't want to cook we're here to help whether it's an intimate setting amongst friends or a tailgate party for the game we'll fix you up right with the freshest meats and ingredients to make sure your barbecue package is complete so check them out online at adamsribco.com but be prepared to drool when you see the menu or better yet stop by their dining location on 13th street or the place that northwest gainesville has fallen in love with the new carryout spot on 43rd and 53rd right across the street from Publix. If you still can't find them, just stick your nose out the window. It'll guide you to the best barbecue in town. Yes, it's hot out. An obvious observation that everybody knows about, and the last thing you need is your AC unit deciding to shut down on you. Well, if it unfortunately does, I've got an obvious choice to call. That is Crystal Air and Water, and they're going to be there to take care of you. 100% service satisfaction guaranteed. Whether you're in Alachua, Archer, Gainesville, Hawthorne, High Springs, Melrose, Micanopy, Newberry, Stark, Williston, or anywhere in between, Crystal Air is a phone call away. They service and install all the top national brands and their Licensed technicians will help you feel comfortable from start to finish. So make the call, 333-0460, Crystal Air and Water. They aren't comfortable until you are. License number CMC, 
from the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Storm chances diminish by sunset, then overnight skies turning partly cloudy, low temperatures very mild in the mid-70s. Tomorrow, much like today, hot and humid, heat indices in the lower hundreds for several hours early on in the afternoon. And we'll have an all-day chance of passing downpours again, especially from the late morning into the mid to late afternoon. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Jeremy Fowler. I am waiting, Jeremy, for you to drop us some bars. Hey. I'm not really going to do this. <laughs> I know he likes this one. All right. Yes. We're on KJM. You know I play above the rim. Oh, Jay Will passed me the rock. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Our Gator coverage is so strong, we make National Geographic look like a petting zoo. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Florida Gator head football coach Billy Napier. And you're listening to The Tailgate with Jeff Cardoza and Pat Dewey. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Our boy Napes went hard today. I see his first ever SEC media days. You know what was funny is yesterday, I think it was, at one point, uh, Brian Kelly goes, you know, this is my first media days since 2009. I'm like, what? What? Oh, Notre Dame. They don't have media day. We know they don't have a, a conference media day there. But he didn't say anything interesting other than that. So, But that, that was, to me, the most interesting thing out of SEC media days is that uh, Brian Kelly had to deal with his first SEC media days in 13 years. So. Yeah. Or any, any kind of media day. Yeah, and going back and reading through some of the stuff, I, I, you know, I think a lot of people maybe feel that Saban's getting close to retiring, but he didn't indicate that at all. Like, he in, in indicated we're the best team, yeah, in this league this year. Okay, Georgia was last year. We were damn close to being as good as them and beat them in the conference tournament, conference game. And if Jamison Wilson, to me, I will say this till the I go to my early grave, if. Bryce will um, throws a better pass to Jamison Wilson on the the play that he got hurt on. I I think Alabama wins that game. It's a touchdown. Instead, he has to adjust to the ball, tears his ACL, takes their biggest weapon out of the game. They'd already lost Mechie. Mm-hmm. I think that that play decided that game. That's my opinion. Yeah, no, it's true. And I think when when you see it. Too, and, and when you hear him talk, I mean, just just how much he still loves it, and I don't know what he would oh, do yeah. without it because he's just so think, into yeah. it. I think so he's kind of like me in that way, and I know yeah. that a lot of people compare me and him, sure, all mm-hmm. the time. Except I have he's more actually hair. a little bit older than you. Well, I have more hair too, but he, um, like, I don't want to. I, I I was trying to think about it today, imagining a world where I, like, I'm not I'm not there. I'm not at media days. I wish I was there in a way a lot of ways I don't. But I I don't know that I ever want to get to a point where I'm not doing that something. 
And I think it's where he is. He's like, look, even if I back it off a little bit, I'm still going to want to be the head coach at, at Alabama. And when he says that, he goes, and I, I know I can't back it off. So. Yeah, and, and I would assume that people on the recruiting trail are probably using his age. Like they did with Bowden. Yeah. But with Bowden, you, yeah, he's you, about to retire. You don't yeah. want to go there. With Bowden, you kind of – it was a good argument because you knew it was, it was, it was spiraling downward. Mm-hmm. This is a team that was in the national championship game last year. Yeah. Yeah, there's no indication that it's going to be different unless obviously NIL changes it because he loses the advantages of – what made him so successful. Well, that's the other thing I thought that he said that was interesting was, hey, look, Alabama, we're one of the haves. We're not a have-not. Mm-hmm. I mean, these other schools have got to deal with it. This is what we have. And, I mean, you know, we still don't have any answers on NIL, but we'll just see going forward. Yeah, we'll see how it all, all plays out. All right, so then you go and age. See if you can tell me the three oldest coaches – in the SEC. So okay. obviously now it'd be the other two. So I'm going to go Saban. Right. So obviously the next two. Wow. That's that's a tough call. Um, I might lean, and I'm going to be wrong right away on this, towards Sam Pittman. No. Okay. Not close. He's been around a long time. Yeah. Um. Oh, Stoops. He's third. Yeah. 55. Second longest in longevity. So mm-hmm. who's in between them? That's what I got to figure out. Longevity-wise, guy who's been around a long while. I'm not going to go with your your best friend, Eli. I'm not going to go with, uh, obviously, Heupel, Napier, uh, Harson. I don't even no, know. He's a young guy. I don't even, yeah, I, don't, I couldn't even tell you how old he is. Um, uh, Jimbo? Nope. I, I, I have no idea then. I'm, I'm, now I'm guessing. Michael Leach. Michael Leach. 61. Mike Leach is the best. He's so funny. He just shows up in, in freaking khaki pants. Mm-hmm. For the, <laughs> all these guys are trying to dress so nice and be so perfect and wearing shoes that they know that the recruits are going to love and everything. And Leach just shows up in khakis because I, the guy who invented the tie is an idiot. <laughs> that's this. That's why, even though he and I don't agree politically, and we've had discussions about it, because he's a good, he's actually a friend of mine. I I love him so much because he's still the funniest. He is the closest thing we have to. The greatest, um, the greatest of all time as far as SEC media days, which was Spurrier, HBC. Yeah, all right. He would. I I bet somebody one day. I um, I said, hey, Spurrier's coming up next. I said the first thing he's going to say is okay, and he and he goes, I'll bet you a buck on that. Okay. Second thing he's going to say is how many years he's been at SEC Media Days. So Spurrier comes back and goes, okay, this is my 21, 21st <laughs> SEC Media Days? He's Lost I it said, on the first sentence. Boom, boom. He's got a handy. It's money. I can't remember who that was. I don't think it was Matt Hayes. It was somebody else. I think Matt Hayes was laughing about how, dude, you, you should know better than Pat Dooley about what Spurrier is going to say. 
But that, that was the, the fun. The fun of SEC media days a lot of times was how Coach Spurrier and and Will Will was great. You know, picking out guys in the media, making fun of them, having fun. We we always enjoyed that. You know, telling Bianchi goes, "What do you tell Bianchi?" He goes, "Your voice sounds like somebody somebody that uh, something they would use for Iranian torture." Like that. <laughs> and we're just laughing. That was good. Hey, I don't understand what you're saying. What do you mean, <laughs> my voice? What he, one year I asked him the first question, Must Jam, and he goes, "You sound like that country song. You look like how I feel." <laughs> like okay, and everybody's laughing. I'm like okay, well you you're probably right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good stuff. Certainly, um, some good stuff came out about uh, Anthony Richardson today too. So we'll talk about that yeah. when we come back here on the tailgate. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Ailey Shames. Today marked day three of the SEC Media Days. Gators head coach Billy Napier, quarterback Anthony Richardson, offensive lineman Richard Garage, and linebacker Ventro Miller all represented Florida in Atlanta to answer questions from reporters. The Florida Gators have top-tier representation at the World Athletic Championships in Eugene, Oregon. Joseph Vanbelow will be competing in the 200-meter finals. He clinched his spot after clocking in at 19.92 seconds in his previous heat. After going undrafted in this past MLB draft, Florida Gators pitcher Nick Pogue signed a contract with the Washington Nationals. The redshirt sophomore was going to be transferring to Ole Miss, but will now turn pro after inking his first professional contract. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ailey Shane. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. It's known as a small place with a big taste. If you don't know what I'm talking so about, you, uh... you're really missing out. The place that's been voted best cheesesteaks in Gainesville, it's called Big Mills. Serving 100% top butt sirloin, 100% chicken breast on their cheesesteak sandwiches, Big Mills has a big taste. They also offer sausages, hot dogs, burgers, and salads with a baseball theme inside that every diehard is going to want to see. They've also got ice cream and milkshakes to wash it all down. So come on down to 2111 13th Street, right next to Adam's Ribs and see why Big Mills is a small place with a big taste. It's time to celebrate outdoors. Hi, this is Tom Collette at Electronics World. Let Electronics World help you upgrade your lanai, pool deck, or backyard space with outdoor TVs from Sunbright and Samsung. Outdoor speakers from Yamaha, Sonance, Speakercraft, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. We've got everything you need to entertain your family and friends. Come see and hear for yourself at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. That's electronicsworld.net. When couples come into International Diamond Center looking for engagement rings, they have lots of pictures from websites, from Pinterest, from designers they love, and 99% of the time, we have what they want. The brands that we carry are the brands the consumer asks for, the, the girls ask for, your future bride asks for. IDC owner Keith LeClaire explains how IDC is always on the cutting edge because we partner with the world's leading designers, names like Takori, Viraggio, Henry Dossi, and dozens more. Fashions come and go, but why 
do some brands stay forever? It's because they stay relevant. IDC was chosen by these acclaimed designers, in most cases as the exclusive retail partner in the region. We try to provide the best of the best at the most current merchandise in the market today. International Diamond Center, giving you access to the most sought-after brands in the world with a five-star shopping experience with no compromises. We want people to feel comfortable, relax, educate them, give them high quality for the right price. Store hours and more at shopidc.com. Coming in September, the beginning of the Billy Napier era. It's not about me. It is going to be about our football team. We are going to do things with class. We are going to do things with integrity. We are going to build young men of character. We are proud to be your home for Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. You know, I don't even know if you realize this or not, because you're not a guy who pays attention to um, But, um, you know, ACC media day started today. Mike Norvell went today, you know, Florida State. A lot of Florida State fans out there listening to us, I know that. Uh, for both of them, I will tell you that they he was he was pretty upbeat. He thinks they've got it, things going the right direction. Why would they do that as a conference, though, and compete with? Weird. It, it is makes weird. No sense. Yeah, I would wait. Apparently, they also announced that they do have a kicker that can kick an onside kick. So, <laughs> just signed. That's him. good. All they got to do is get get that. That would have they, they might have won that game. Who knows? Instead of whiffing on it. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have won. You know who won the home run derby? Remember his name? Uh, uh, Mariano Soto. Juan Soto. So his agent came out today. Remember, he turned down a $440 million yes, contract. Did. Yeah, he didn't want to play for a crappy so the, team. Right. So the Nationals are butthurt. And he said that the Nationals refused to charter him a flight out to L.A. So he had to fly commercial. And he landed in L.A. at 1.30 a.m. Not a good move. That morning, and then part. he won the Derby. Not a good move on their part. Did you see where the guy from Oakland was playing in Houston? Uh, I I don't even know the player's name. I couldn't tell you, but he was he was an all star, mm-hmm. and he had to get a commercial flight because the A's weren't going to pay for that because they're cheap like everybody else in that lower league. And the Astros said, "Hey, we got a flight going out there. Get on our yeah, charter come join us." Yeah, it's just not that much money for. I mean, it's a lot of money to us. But it's not that much money if you want to keep a guy who you're willing to pay four and forty million dollars to. Yeah, take twenty off of it and and fly him out there and then fly him around the world. You could do that. I mean, it's just silly. I mean, I don't know. Well, and and something silly because again, we we've talked a lot, and and for everybody listening and interested to to hear when you hear these numbers, because I don't know if you put it into perspective, but. 
Billy Napier and talking about Anthony Richardson today. You know, everybody is, of course, impressed with him and all these things. And you got the the people in the NFL draft now saying he's one of the top fifty players in college football and blah blah blah, all this stuff. So he's getting hyped up a lot. But then Napier said this, and it's it's pretty fascinating when you think about it. He says he started by saying he's still a relatively inexperienced player. He's played in 221 plays, and he has completed 33 passes. That's a great stat. And everybody's expecting a guy. Let me write that down. I'll use that somewhere. I mean, anybody. 33 passes. He's completed 33 passes. He went on to say he has tremendous ability, working hard to develop, improve as a person, as a leader, you know, all that stuff he's going to say. He says, I think he's primed to have a phenomenal year. But again, like that's it's that's what's wow. fascinating. Like we're 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 have we have people commenting on if Anthony Richardson goes down, the Gators have absolutely no chance. This is a guy that's completed thirty three passes, and he's supposed to be the savior of the season. It's only thirty three more than I've completed as a Gator quarterback. Um, well, I've said this all along, Jeff, and you know I I've not been as bullish on Anthony Richardson, but only because. Of the sample size. Mm-hmm. The sample size is there's nothing there. I mean, there was one jumping over a guy. That was it. And played pretty good against LSU. Yeah. I mean, until a couple he of threw, the passes a, he until threw, he threw against... a ball up for grabs at the end of the game and, yeah. and lost the game. But I mean, a couple of passes he threw in that USF game were legit. But I'm just saying, well, but, obviously they, that would have been two. That would have been two of the 33 mm-hmm. that he completed. Yeah. But I mean, that. It is kind of neat that he would bring that stat up and say, look, guys, you know. Yeah. Slow, your, slow your roll yeah, a little bit. Exactly. He's, we think he's going to be great. We hope to make him great. We think he, he's got a chance to be, but there's no empirical evidence that he's going to be the next great quarterback. You know, with Tebow, it was different. With Tebow, he had already – established himself as you know in the backup role but he had established yeah, he himself. made some significant yes, plays in exactly. helping him win a national championship exactly uh, with with Richardson I mean you know like I said his best game was probably LSU and they lost and they lost at the end of the game because he threw a ball for grabs so I mean that's the thing I, I hope he's great I really again he's a local kid and he talked about that today at, at media days he said this is my dream to be the quarterback at the University of Florida. And maybe that's one reason he didn't bolt right away when Emory said he was coming back, even though it turned out he wasn't. Um, he wants to be this guy. He And he's ready for it. He's, I think mentally he's ready for this moment. I think he's matured. I think he's got you know his finances in order in terms of NIL and all that stuff. So, um, but I mean, we still, I mean, think about the way they start the season with Utah and Kentucky, who are both going to be top 20 teams going into the season. You know, how is he going to fare? I mean, we'll find out right away. I don't think there's going to be like any like, well, the first two games didn't go good, but uh, we'll see how he does against USF. And uh, Nobody's going to care about that game. He's going to have to show, and I'm not saying he's got to be great. I'm not saying he's going to have to win the Heisman. And forget about the Heisman. The Heisman is sh- – should be the least of his worries. It should be, and for most quarterbacks, should, you know who it shouldn't be the least of his worries? Bryce Young. He's probably, he's probably going, yeah, I'd like to win another one, be the first 
second guy ever to do that. Anthony Richardson, just try to be good. Just try to do what you can do. And I, I think he's got to – I think Napier is going to do a good job of handling him. But how good he is is going to depend on how good Florida is. That's the bottom line. I mean, if he's yeah. bad, I don't I, – Florida can't be – Florida can't be really good if he's not good. Florida can be okay if he's not good or hurt or whatever. But they can't be really – they can't be elite. Uh, they, they have yeah, no I think, shot at being a right, because yeah. of the skill set. And yeah. again, that's not then knocking whoever would be the backup, and you would assume there would be Jack Miller. But Jack Miller probably also can't do some of the things with his feet that Richardson no. would be able to no. do, and even tempo-wise and, and everything else. Jack Miller is not going to have good enough guys around him right now. In, in two years, he might. Right now, Florida doesn't have a good enough guys around Jack Miller to make Jack Miller an elite quarterback. Anthony Richardson, you know, just getting a, a piece here and a piece there, if, if he's that good, if he plays at that level, he can still take this team. He can lift this team. I don't think Jack Miller can lift this team to a high level, but I think Anthony Richardson can. And doesn't mean he will. And there, there are times, like I sat there today and I was thinking about, uh, this season going forward for Florida, and I was like, you know what, I you know I kind of like their defensive line, and if Ventro Miller stays good, I like their linebackers. I think their secondary is really talented. Mm -hmm. If they can live up to their talent level, if Richardson's as good as he, Ricky Pearsall could be this guy that uh, is a, the new Van Jefferson. Uh, the offensive line is loaded. Everybody keeps raving about Osiris Torrance, and uh, obviously they got a bunch of guys back. Richard Garage is there, and, and I get optimistic, and then I look at the schedule and I go, "Well, eh, maybe not." Yeah, schedule yeah. means a lot. Yeah, it does. It's like Kentucky. Kentucky, I would have, I I was not up high on them, but then I looked at their schedule and I'm like, "Oh, they're 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 going to win nine games with that schedule." I promise you that. No, they don't beat the Mighty Gators. Second game, man, that'll be a huge game. Even though the Utah game could dampen it, it but if Florida beats Utah, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Kentucky beating Miami of Ohio in their first game. That could be a pretty big game. That could be the three thirty game, right? Yeah. Getting it going early on. No, well Alabama plays Texas that day. I don't know who's got the rights to that one. I don't know. Well, we got These the right things to I think talk about. for a whole nother hour, and we will do that. So if you would like to join us, you can. 392-8255. You're listening to The Tailgate. WRUF Gainesville. U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. You spoke, we, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. So we're giving you the easiest car buying experience ever. Your schedule doesn't have time for five hours in a car dealership. Work, kids, soccer practice, grocery runs, jury duty. Really? That again? Gatorland Toyota puts your convenience at the top of the list. With Express Shopping, you can browse our incredible selection and buy your vehicle entirely from the comfort of your home. Financing, paperwork, trade appraisal, even the pricing can be done remotely. No need to come to the dealership. Gatorland Toyota delivers your new car to you. And what if that car was fully customized? With our pre-order program, it's easier than ever to get the exact vehicle you want from headlights to trunk. 
Have a vehicle to trade or sell? Even if you don't buy from us, we'd love to take it off your hands and give you a top dollar offer that you're sure to love. Come experience how Gatto's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Since 1971, Meldon Law has been dedicated to giving back to our community, sponsoring shows like The Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, live every weekday from 4 to 6. You can also join our podcast, Meldon Law and Friends, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and 37 audio platforms. Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Now, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City, MeldenLaw.com. Belonging isn't just about fitting in. It's about feeling at home. That's why at Radiant Credit Union, belonging means more than just getting great financial services. It's the warm smiles when you walk into a branch, the care we take when decisions affect your life, and the love we have for this community. (laughs) Even if we do cheer a bit too loud at Little League games. At Radiant Credit Union, you belong. Learn more about Radiant Credit Union's free checking accounts with cash back on everyday purchases at RadiantCU.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Things have certainly got a little out of hand lately when it comes to just buying our everyday necessities. Just look at gas, streaming services, and heck, even chicken wings. Well, there is one necessity that shouldn't cost a ton, and that's taking care of yourself and helping fix all the aches and pains in life. And the fine folks at Titan MRI agree. With costs a fraction of what you'd pay at a hospital, you'll not only save money, you'll be taken care of by staff with over 20 years of scanning experience. Titan MRI is the only locally owned and operated MRI center in town and has offices in Gainesville and Lake City. And the great part about going there is you can park right out in front of the office. There's no long walks from a parking garage. The average scan time is just 15 minutes. So you can get back on your way with doing whatever it is you do in no time. With nothing but five-star reviews, they'll give you the five star treatment titan mri is a place where your doctors are sending their family so when you need an mri call titan first and you'll burst into smiles that it'll be the best thing you ever did for yourself this program is paid for by talking reds llc the tailgate with jeff cardozo and pat dooley is on the air quiet on the set we're all sound action you can be part of the show by calling 392 talk that's 392-8255. Or hit the guys up on social media by tweeting to at Jeff Cardoza UF and at Pat underscore Dooley. The grill is hot and the beverages are ice cold. It's time to tailgate. Here's Jeff and Pat. Hello again, everybody. I'm Pat Dooley. Welcome to another edition of Florida Football. Live from the banks of the St. John's River, we bring you Florida versus Georgia. I'm joined by Jeff Cardozo, and we'll talk about the big game today. Jeff, how do you feel about the Gators' chances? Well, there could be chances that this game moves if uh, Kirby Smart gets what he wants. Well, here's the thing. Kirby is a lot of smoke on this. That's my opinion. On the water? Can you name the group? No. Deep Purple. Yes, Deep Purple. I was a big Deep Purple guy back in my my high school days. Actually, more in my college days when 
other things came, the, that's what GH, came into play. GHS should have used that then. They should be. Yeah, I mean, should use that all the time. Deep purple. purple. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, but here's my thing with with Kirby on that. He's said this before. He's using this platform again to say it. The bottom line is it's not going to move unless the city of of Jacksonville totally screws it up. We were talking about this the other day about what some things that are idiot proof, what what is not idiot proof. I think Florida, Georgia, State, and Jacksonville is idiot proof, mm-hmm. but could be some idiots come along and and make it make it impossible if you had the wrong government you know the wrong people in the government there i don't even know i think lenny curry is he still the mayor up there i don't know i don't pay much attention to jacksonville but the bottom line is they're going to keep the game there and a lot of it's because the people in south georgia this is their vacation this is their big week a lot of people want the game to stay there he wants it for recruiting, and I keep going. Every time he says it, he goes, you know, it's, it costs us a recruiting week. And I go, oh, so that's why Texas A&M had better players than you did. Yeah. Now, so for those that, that didn't hear, that is the reason Kirby comes out and says that you get to experience a great rivalry if you're Alabama-LSU and they're at home and you get to go to one of those games and you're bringing in your, your best recruits for that one big game. Well, our biggest game is Florida-Georgia. And we can't bring our kids there, so that's hurting us recruit. Let me tell you what: every other year, you can't bring them there either. Right. And every other year, it's going to be it's going to be a great recruiting tool yeah, for I Florida. Don't, I don't. I think to me that's a lame. It's a, it's weak. It's weak, and it's I I, like, I wh- hope I hope that Kirby's smart enough to have talked to their people to say, hey, if I bring this up again, it'll it'll get us more money from Jacksonville. Yeah. It'll get us more concessions. Because yeah. Jacksonville basically is giving them the stadium for free and everything. Yeah, and I mean it's just the the atmosphere, what that is, how well it's known. It's always it, like even before the season comes out, it's a three yeah. thirty game exactly. penciled in. I I agree, and, and look, I, as a as an old fart, which is what I am, I'm mm-hmm. uh, probably gonna watch the game on TV either way. So <laughs> it you know it, I don't care, but I there is something special about that game i i've written like like spurious say they write books about this game and well, they plus get, the last time it was in athens they threw 50 on them 52 right. exactly yeah one of the greatest days of my life <laughs> because I, you know what happened that night mm, first kid was born no braves won the world series yes <laughs> and and believe me there's a there's a eh, it's kind of a tough line of which was bigger. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Good day. All right, always good to uh, to talk to our listeners. Let's do it. Kick off uh, hour number two on our Titan MRI hotline with Aquarius. What's up, dude? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, man. Good. Hey, um, I agree with the, you know, Anthony need to stay healthy. Uh, I feel like if he get hurt, we don't have a shot to have a good season. But um, if he do stay healthy, what makes people think, Kentucky and Tennessee is got more talent than us and a better team than us. They're idiots. Well, I here I'll I'll go. I'll tell you why. Okay, Kentucky has got a coach who's been there ten years and has built the culture. Billy Napier is trying to build a culture. Okay, uh, they've got a, a a lot of good players, really good players. They got a quarterback that everybody's saying is going to be a first runner, much like they're saying. That about um, 
Anthony Richardson, and that 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 will be the the hype of that game. No matter what happens with Florida Utah, will be a battle of two first round quarterbacks. Even though both, I don't think either one of them will go in the first round next year. Um, but uh, in Tennessee's case, they have done a great job of getting better players in there. Uh, they killed it on the transfer portal. Obviously, brought in some some guys, uh, you know, with uh, NIL deals. Uh, but the other thing in the end, Aquarius, I, I will say this: Florida's not that talented. Florida's got. I like their first twenty-two, like like Billy does. They just aren't that talented, though. They're not. Yeah, but the, but even, but their talent of those twenty-two are better than the talent of the others. So that's where I think I I, I would have. I'm a not hard even time. sure they are. I, I it's, it's far fetched to say that they're not. This, this is how I look at it. They saying Will Levis is a first round pick. I don't see it. Um, he lost a lot too. He lost two of his offensive offensive linemen to the league and his he offensive line his, coach too. Yeah, yeah, and he lost his number one receiver who caught fifty five percent of his passes. Wondell mm-hmm. Robinson was unbelievable, and in fact scored a touchdown on a little bubble screen against Florida. Yeah, and they lost the heart of their defense. Um. The lineman, the defensive lineman, uh, he went to the league too. So they they lacking too. In Tennessee, I mean, they caught on at the end. I mean, we basically beat them with no problem last year. Yeah. They don't have a defense. We beat them with every. So yeah, I think you know everybody talks about how great they did at the end of the year. I think they went three and two in their last five games. Yeah. So, so. and the three wins they had were crap yeah. opponents. Again, it's the same every year with Tennessee. Tennessee has a very heavy front-loaded schedule where they play all their tough games. They lose them, and then they yeah. play cupcakes at the end. They win them all, and everybody thinks oh, they're back for next year. Let me ask you this, Aquarius: If 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 you had to bet, you had to throw down a hundred bucks right now, okay? And you had to pick: Does Florida beat Kentucky at home or Tennessee on the road? Which would you pick? I'm gonna go with Tennessee on the road. Kentucky, I'm I'm not I'm not saying Kentucky ain't got talent, but I'm saying they lost a lot just like us, and that's a fifty fifty game. But if I'm gonna put money, I'm gonna put money on the Tennessee game. Okay. I feel like I feel like Tennessee. I mean, if our defense played, I mean we had Todd Grantham as our defense coordinator last year, so Patrick Tony get in and put his system in and get this defense. Yeah, but that's also, uh, to be honest with you, that's game four of his defense being put in. You know, so that that is part of the problem. I think that is part of the reason I think, like, every time I start to think this could be a great, a really good football team, I go back to, you know, where you're getting started. It's the first year. I remember or even Urban's first year. They went 9-3, and three, but there were things – that he got introduced to in this league he had never seen before. He goes to Alabama, and he goes, wait, I got this whole thing figured out. They're, I think they were 4-0 going to Alabama. They lose 31-3. to Urban Meyer looked like he was about to have a esophageal spasm. Mm-hmm. The, the, I, I, I never forget that press conference. I thought he – I was really worried that he might pass out during it. He was so upset. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's different. I mean, Billy's doing his, this for the first time. As a head coach in the SEC, yeah, I understand as a head coach, but he got experience in the SEC. He 
Yeah. He, he coached. I mean, he was up on the Nick Saban, so he he know what a tough game like. He he know tough situations. He yeah. might have not. I mean, he might have not been the um. The but play it's it's different. You know that it's different when you're the head coach. When it, all yeah, the responsibility I, he goes doesn't on, yeah. seem to me like a guy though that's that's scared. He's been around the sport for forever. Well, scared money doesn't make yeah. money. It's I the same that. sport. He knows what he's go- doing, and he relies on other people to do their jobs. I'm, I'm and not, that's all they I'm have. To, he's got to, some really good coaches. I'm just saying I can give you five reasons why I don't like Florida in those two games, and I can give you five reasons why I do like them. Okay, I think they're they're both yeah. toss up games. To be honest with you, yeah, you got. You got Corey Raymond, who's been in, in, in the SEC for a long time. He can help Patrick Tony on things that he knows is going to come and, yeah. and, and what he's seen. So I don't feel like we got the deals, deals in a headlight. Right. No, I, I, think, you're, I think your point's a good one. I, I think um, when, I, when you look at this Florida staff, it feels like a good staff and they know what they're doing. I just don't know. I mean, like I said, there are a couple of injuries away from being in trouble, and we'll just see how that all work, works out. I mean, yeah. if yeah, if yeah, you ask me, if you ask me, Florida's going to Knoxville. Jack Miller's getting his first start. I'm Probably not, not winning that game. Yeah, I'm. I'm not as right, optimistic about. It. Yeah. No way. I put, no way. Anthony I, Richards getting his fourth start, which because he would have had one last year, but and three this year. I would feel better about it. Yeah. See, you didn't say that at first. Yeah, it, I, I've already, I've already spoken my opinion about Jack Miller, and I'm not putting him down. I just what. I, nope. Did everything go off? I think we lost Aquarius. Or I thought everything went dead. Oh, Aquarius, you there? Yeah. I'm here. Okay. Sorry, we lost okay. you for a second. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, all I was saying was. Um, I'm not putting Jack Miller down. I just, I just go off what I seen in the spring. He stares his target down. Yeah, and, and in the in the SEC, they gonna pick that up easy. The Aquarius, and you know that as well as I do. We all watch the spring game, and that's really all we had to go on. And in that game, we didn't see anything that that blew our socks off. But it doesn't mean that. Again, you know, it's just like with Kyle Trask. You know, remember that game in Kentucky. You know, he all, he comes in, and we don't even know if it's gonna be him or Emory. And Kyle Trask comes running in and all of a sudden saves a game, saves a season, has a Heisman kind of season the next year. Yeah. Why do you laugh about that? Because I knew it. Well, you're smarter than everybody else. <laughs> he did. I mean, he did have a good game in the, that Missouri game that yeah. time, but he got injured. Yep. Yeah. So what are you saying? You know that Jack Miller's ready to go? No, I'm not saying. Oh, that okay. 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 No. No. I said I knew that Kyle was gonna be the guy over Emory. Okay. All right, Aquarius, good stuff, man. We'll see. Let's let's just hope he stays healthy and see what happens. All right. All right, man. Let's uh get a break as well. Got uh, a couple of callers, so hang on through this uh quickie. Something Pat's really good at, and we'll be back right after this. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ailey Shames. 
SEC football media days continue today. Head coach Billy Napier, quarterback Anthony Richardson, offensive lineman Richard Garage, and linebacker Ventrell Miller were all in Atlanta to answer questions by the media. Florida's Joseph Fanbelow will continue to represent the Gators in the World Athletic Championships in Eugene, Oregon. He will be competing in the 200-meter finals, clinching the spot after clocking in at 19.92 seconds in his previous heat. Florida pitcher Nick Pogue was not drafted in this past MLB draft, but the Washington Nationals just signed him to his first professional contract. The redshirt sophomore was going to transfer to Ole Miss, but will now continue his career in the national system. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ailey Shane. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Every morning, I get up, start the trek into town for a busy day ahead, and every morning, I kid you not, I pass an ugly green van or truck along the way, heading to work as well. But the best part of that site is I know someone is about to be wowed with the craftsmanship and work ethic from days gone by with the technology of today, because that vehicle has vintage electric written across the side. And that quality is evident all over North Central Florida, and with more than two dozen licensed journeyman technicians, you can be assured that a call to Vintage Electric is a call you won't forget. Now, I'm sure there's tons of you out there with honeydews up the wazoo, and if any of those have to do with electricity, call Vintage Electric today. No job's too small, they do it all, from service upgrades to rewiring, appliance and AC circuits, and how about an entire smart home installation? That way, you can just ask Alexa to turn on the tailgate. So have them put their tailgate down, grab their tools, and sit back and know your electric job is going to be done right. Call up Vintage Electric today at 371-8021 or visit them online at vintageelectric.net. Hey, it's Kyle from Leonardo's. We're rolling along in 2022 as happy, healthy, and hungry as ever. You know, a big priority for me is to support as many local charities as possible. So check out the Leonardo's Facebook and Instagram pages to keep up with all of our fundraising efforts, topped off by being a title sponsor of the Bob Dooley Invitational. We're already ahead of our goal to donate $50,000 this year. So help us help the Gainesville community, baked since 1976, and it feels like we're just getting started. Ah, Jeff, did I mention the tailgate 10? The springtime is packed with Gator Sports, and it gives us a great chance to show off the Gator gear. Let everybody know who you're rooting for. So you probably already have enough shirts and tanks and tees and hats, but I bet you don't have enough accessories to accompany the orange and blue. But with one visit to Oaks Jewelry, they'll get you looking as good as the Gators do on the field. For more than 30 years, Oaks Jewelry has been making people all over town sparkle with a great selection of quality fine jewelry at the best possible prices. Engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, diamonds, pendants, handbags, watches, and just watch all the compliments that you'll get with a piece you pulled from Oaks Jewelry. A proud member of the Gainesville Area Chamber of Commerce, Oaks Jewelry is the one-stop shop for all your jewelry needs. Check them out online at oaksjewelry.com or find them on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram. Well, everybody knows that Meldon Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. However, since we opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner with over 600 scholarships awarded through our Meldon Law Scholar-Athlete Program, as well as our Veterans Making a Difference initiative. Meldon Law has offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Lake City. MeldonLaw.com, where we won't back down. Coming in August, Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 
850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I heard a guy talking about this, a comedian talking about this, and I just, just happened to pop up on my Twitter line. When you were a kid, well, you were, you were like in your uh, teens, you actually worried about quicksand <laughs> being a factor. Mm, probably. <laughs> Where, have you ever seen quicksand in your life in, yeah. out of, outside of a Tarzan movie? Princess Bride. Okay, but have you ever physically seen quicksand? No. I don't think it exists. I'm sure it does. Where? Show me quicksand. Somewhere you haven't been, but you don't even want to travel outside the U.S. But when you were a kid, you were afraid of sure. quicksand. <laughs> now you're like... A lot of things the media can... Well, that wasn't the media. It was... Well, the television? It was, no, it was movies. Well, any of that. That's or all the same uh, thing. Uh, uh, can influence how you think of stuff. No question. Your boy's on right now. I've never met that guy in my life. Uh, if you ever met him, you'd hate him. I would... You know, what's the term... Can you say the word douche on the air? Sure. Okay. Douchebag. So there's a song, Wrapped Up Like a Douche. Deuce. That's a deuce. It's different. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. All right, let's go out to Texas and talk to uh, ATX Gator. What's up, man? Hey, gentlemen. Uh, hope all is well. Wanted to just call Pat. Yet, yet you struck a nerve with me with the the Kentucky talk, and it's one of those things. I don't know. We went up to Kentucky. We're always their Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and what? Seventeen penalties, thirteen false starts a block kick return for a touchdown and remind me, but we lost by single digits. I if I'm recalling the score off the top of my head. Yep. I just don't, I, I, I don't, I just have to disagree. I don't think Kentucky is, is that good. They were good last year and they played well. I don't think they're that much more talented. In fact, while I was sitting on hold, I went and looked. If you look at 18, 19, 20, 21 recruiting classes, Right, Florida was fourteen nine nine twelve respectively, and Kentucky was thirty three thirty four twenty five and thirty four. Exactly, it, but that's it, not it, how they win. They're they're they don't win that way. Right? They they win by developing players, and they've done no, a heck of a job. Now they can't get to the level that Georgia is. They have no chance. Florida does uh, have a chance of getting there. Kentucky can't get there. That's the difference between them. It doesn't mean they can't beat Florida, though. Right. No, and Pat, I, I, I totally agree. I just think to it's when we're looking at it, you know, in, in terms of like, oh, the schedule and it's going to be so hard. How, maybe maybe Mullen and his staff just weren't good at developing. We don't know yet about Napier, right? He's done it in the Sun Belt. That's the only place he's proven himself. I can say based on the glimpses we get, I, I think he's a little more dialed in and, and gets it and they're going to do – you know, hopefully better than the, the previous couple of regimes. Um, but I, I just think there, there is potential talent at Florida. Maybe we just haven't totally unlocked, and I think it'll come. And I don't think – I mean, even Utah, right? Yes, they're Pac-12 champs. I respect the hell out of Utah and what, what Kyle Whittingham has done out there. But even if you yeah. look at them with their talent, right, they were 37, 42, 30, and 35 in the recruiting rankings the last four years. So – no, you can you can make the, the argument. Where is Cincinnati in the recruiting rankings, and they were in the Final Four last year? <laughs> yeah, but True, but, but honestly, I mean, their, their path there was a little bit. Different. Yes, and there there is no way that a team like what and those numbers that he just showed 
should stroll into the swamp in the first week of the season and, no. and beat Florida. And they're not going to stroll in here. They're going to come in here and play hard and physical. I understand. And, and maybe this team's not ready. We don't know if this team's going to be ready for it. And, again, a lot will depend, I think, in my opinion, on how that first game goes because if, if, if yeah. it doesn't go well, they, they Florida could, you know, but, again. And that's why, but that's why these, obviously, these next 40-plus days are so important about – the cohesion and and but I think the coolest part is like you could see what these guys were doing in the off season and how much they've bought in and it's so different from last year's off season right. Right. where it just kind of everyone was doing their own thing you just didn't have that chemistry and now if you didn't buy into what Napier was trying to sell and bring then you're not going to play you're not going to be there so I think that's I understand it's it's first game and I mean it could be scatterbrain and all these things happening, but I really think that what he's been able to put in and establish over these seven eight months have really now, now you just have to go out on the field and execute it. Yeah, but I mean he's I also laid down look, his plan to be successful. And again, he's a totally different coach. And I mean Dan Mullineau, uh against Kentucky was two and two and should have been one and three. You know if if. Felipe Frank's second get her. He's one and three against Kentucky. So Kentucky's not scared of the Gators anymore. I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah no, and, and that's again. I'm, I'm just saying more in terms of you know. I think it was where, where it was talent. With, just with, they were yeah, they weren't talented or whatever. You know, like almost like a talent comparison. But then I'm thinking to myself, last year we couldn't have played worse. Kentucky got a a, a block field goal for a touchdown, and we were still right there on the road. Like I think them coming to the swamp with a new regime, like a new coach that has them focused is bringing out the, the, the potential, right. That is reflected in the rankings, right. The recruiting rankings, I mean, rankings and recruiting aren't much other than what, you know, if you unlock the potential of mm-hmm. the kids that you're recruiting could become, I think if Billy and his crew can do that, then I don't, I think we're, you know, definitely a level above Kentucky. Um, and that's why I think there's there's a few when you really kind of break down the schedule. Again, I'm as big a homer as they come. And so, Pat, I respect you for being a little bit more level-headed on some of this stuff than maybe I am. But I'm like, you know, going through these games, and if you're just looking at last year, I mean, South Carolina, we're a better program than they are. Missouri, better program. You know, and so it's like, okay, so you can start checking these as kind of hopefully W's on our schedule. And all of a sudden, Florida looks like they have some promise. I would agree – I think Anthony has to stay healthy, um, you know, but uh, and maybe if our running back coaches and, you know, subbing out the hot hand every two, two, two carries, um, you know, we'll be all right. But, hey, listen, I'll get out of your way. It sounds like you had another couple callers, but uh, right. good to be finally getting close enough to have some football talk. Yep. Always fun. Thank you. Yeah, that's absolutely. We, I, we, it, it hadn't been that bad a summer, but I'm ready for summer to be over now. We still got – from the day uh, from today, when Billy Napier, I'm sure he may be on the plane right now, coming home, uh, or a little bit later today, 44 days till the Gators open the season. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's right around the corner, but it feels like it's like we're 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 getting there. You know, I'm ready for it. I I am so ready for this college football season. All right, let's get uh, Matt to join us next. Matt, what's up? I tell you what, guys, I can't agree or disagree with anyone that's called or you guys because outside of Alabama winning at least 10 games, nothing is certain with any team. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I think any team in the SEC could end up with a 7-5 and five record. 
any of them. I, I, I don't, well, I other, mean, other, other than, than Alabama and Georgia, Georgia yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I think Georgia could likely lose some games. Nah, I mean, they're, they're, I think, they I think they're they better than last year. Yeah, they got too much talent. I mean, they they recruited at a high level for a long time, so they they can kind of so – now, do I think they can go 10-2? and two? Yeah. But I mean, they. Okay. Well, I'll give you. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll give you guys. Your but correct. Okay. Other other than that, there's there's a million other unknowns. And 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 with Florida, you know, it's I don't. I'm with you, Pat. I'm also with the. I mean, the, the last guy talked me into. He talked me back on the wagon. I, I don't know. But <laughs> we, we, I mean, we we do not. I mean, we don't have a clue. We could end up like. Must champs, what is second year? What do we got? Ten and two. We could end up like that, or we're a couple of injuries away from you know having Skylar Morningway come off the bench. We don't know, and and that's what poor Skylar Morningway. <laughs> he had potential. That was one of the fun. Can we talk about that for a second? One of the funniest <laughs> nights of our life was the night before the South Carolina game when he was going to start. And Robbie just got into this thing where he every time somebody would go, you know what, I don't know about morning way. And he'd go, morning way, morning to you too, sir. So he would do that every time somebody brought him up. And then we saw the game, we were like, "I that morning way, morning to you too, sir, because this is not going to work. But it, it, the poor guy, he was not, he was a walk-on who was just lucky to be there. Um, you know, I felt bad for him. He got put in a bad situation. I think we've just got to keep it in the in our heads that we are building. It's going to take time. We're going to see some things that are going to give us promise, but let, let's not freak out and all, you know start buying up hotel rooms in Atlanta because it's probably not going to happen. I mean, do I hope that you know Anthony can you know end up like Cam Newton, come out of nowhere and just. You know, set the world but, on but fire. Yeah, but even yeah. with Cam Newton, it didn't happen right away. I mean, it was several games into the season before he kind of got things going. I mean, they were they weren't even sure if he was going to be their starter. So, yeah, I mean, it. But with with I think the hype for Richardson is a little excessive, but he might be that good, and we'll see how it works out. I mean, how it all goes down with him. I mean, you know, I. I I've not heard a lot of negative stuff about him, but I, I will just see how it goes. Well, people people have got to catch the ball. People have got to run it when he hands it off to them. People catch the block, ball, throw the ball. Got a block. Got I a mean, block. Got an offensive line. <laughs> yeah. But it, Ike so Riddell, excited. you know. I'm so excited because I think there's going to be so much parity in the league that you honestly, nothing is that, there's no absolutes outside, I, I guess, of, Alabama winning ten, and I and I guess Georgia. Although no, I look. I think Georgia can lose. I think Georgia can lose some games, but you know they'll probably win ten. But you just don't know. A and M could be a world beater. They could be firing their coach by by Thanksgiving. No, they're not going to fire him because they can't afford Auburn, it. They can't Auburn, afford to do that. But no, I will Auburn just say this. I agree with you. Second best team in the West. Alabama, Georgia, and Vanderbilt are the 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 knowns. Would you agree with yes. that, Jeff? Yes. They, they are the teams we know what they're going to be. Everybody else in this league this year, the other 11 teams, I have no yeah, idea. I mean, because nobody, Matt, going into last year thought 
LSU and Florida would finish below 500 in the league. No. <laughs> I mean, that's just it's unheard of. So now all of a sudden you get some negativity towards those guys, obviously two new coaches that have pedigrees for success. I mean, those guys are hungry. They're going to want to turn some stuff around. And, and not even that. I mean, there's a lot of guys that I've talked to on this team that I get to be around a lot. And they're freaking pissed off. Like, they've got a little chip on their shoulders. Hey, we're not really that bad. And there were some other guys on that team that kind of caused them to, everybody else to, to bring and come down. But now they're at a level where they're getting motivated by coaches. And they're talented enough. So, yeah, I can see why that last call from ATX Gator swayed you. I mean, it doesn't sway me because that's the way that I felt. So, I mean, in my mind, Matt, there is no way in hell that Kentucky has better athletes than what's at the University of Florida right now. And the same probably for Tennessee. So yeah, they should Pat not win. Pat brought up the point. You know, they develop pretty well. Utah, most of their team is your age, Pat. Uh, yeah, uh, no, Jeff, I know. So, you know that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a that's a big so part of it. If they're going out there with a bunch of 67-year-olds, yeah, I like Florida's But chances. they're also year after year beating up on guys that – you know, would would have below yeah, but, 500 records in the league in the SEC if they by played. By the way, Utah is actually, uh, according to the odds I'm looking at, is actually a favorite right now over Florida. It's fine, but Florida's favored um, over I Kentucky by like four four points. So, but again, yeah, that that shows you how tough it's going to be for Florida to start the season, because I always tell people, and, and I I've been this has been confirmed by book, people who make book that the um, most stadiums are worth three points, and you always say, well, take three points and, and move them on. Florida's – the Swamp's worth five. So if Florida's a four-and-a-half-point favorite over Kentucky, that means it's, it's a wash. It's a, it's a wash, yeah. But the fact that uh, Utah's favorite tells you how good people think Utah's going to be this year. They're going to be good. Well, and also, to a caveat, and no one's really talking about it, is – you don't know if this guy can coach. Yep. You don't know if these coaches can coach together. But, look, it's going to be fascinating. It's going to be fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's hope for the best. Talk to you guys later. All right, Matt, appreciate it. we got to snag gotta a break. That's got to be the first guy at SC Media Days that wore a hat. Well, it's because they gave it to him. It's it's a cool flatbill SEC hat. What's wrong with that? I don't, I, I've never seen a guy wear a hat at SEC media days, KJ Jefferson. Maybe he got a bad haircut. He may have, but he, I tell you what, he's good too. Because he didn't go to Randy's. And uh, yeah, absolutely. But you know, that's the thing. We, I can look at Arkansas and make an argument that they're going to be really good, and then I look at their schedule and go, ah, maybe not. Yeah. It's brutal, brutal what yeah. they've got to play this year. All right, we need a break, so we'll do that. We'll come back and uh, keep the conversation rolling. You're listening to the tailgate. Our second hour brought to you by Melden Law. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Well, we all hope to be at the top of our game with everything we do. Hard work certainly helps, but so does preventing things from going haywire. So for me, it's maintaining my physique with a little less gummy bears. For those with AC units, it's a maintenance plan that'll keep you cool all year long. And there is nobody better at it than Crystal Air and Water. They've got fast service and flat rates with no surprises, no contracts, no pressure, and you can cancel anytime. Their four-tier preventative maintenance plan has something to suit whatever need you have. So when you need to feel secure that your AC unit is at the top of its game, a call to Crystal Air and Water is one you want to make. 
Summertime means fun time. It's a chance to get out and enjoy all the great things here in North Central Florida and beyond. Getting outside and getting after it again can be awesome, but turn into awful pretty quickly if you don't stretch or if you're just old like Pat Dooley. So if you have a mishap with some aches and pains and need any type of chiropractic treatment, there is nobody better in town than Dr. Paul Gardner. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they have affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that will get you better. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you all diagnosed the right way. Gardner Chiropractic and Injury Center has been making the people of Gainesville feel better for a really long time. Located right next to Gainesville Health and Fitness on University Avenue, finding them is as easy as getting better. So give them a call today at 727-4438. As you look online at all the Facebook pages, the TikToks, and the tweets, there are resolutions everywhere. Heck, even Dooley is resolving to lift some weights and not to suck at golf so badly this year. So I told him the one-stop shop to fix up both is Play It Again Sports. If you have things you want to get better at for 2022, check out their bikes, their exercise equipment, their gloves and bats, and even their slew of Frisbees for a little Frisbee golf. They are the place for just about anything. And if you have anything just laying around don't use anymore, well, bring it in for some cold, hard cash or trade it up for something snazzy. Play It Again is the perfect place to find whatever you are looking for. And it's located right on University and 34th Street, so it's easy to find. And I'm there all the time, so I just might see you at Play It Again Sports. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Storm chances diminish by sunset and overnight skies turning partly cloudy. Low temperatures very mild in the mid-70s. Tomorrow, much like today, hot and humid. Heat indices in the lower hundreds for several hours early on in the afternoon. And we'll have an all-day chance of passing downpours again, especially from the late morning into the mid to late afternoon. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now... Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. What you had with the All-Star Game was a lot of fun. You had pitchers talking to announcers and announcers talking to hitters. And, you know, you had, you had a lot of conversations going on there. But the technology was a lot of fun. And as we move forward with all sports, it's about more technology. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All the presidents, man. Remember when he he said, "If you uh, if I count to ten and you don't hang up, that means the story's good." That that was me and you that day. I thought you thought if you didn't call me, you would know, right? But I I never would have agreed to that. Okay, that's fine. Let's get uh, back to the phones. Back ja- to the future. Jack joins us next. Hey, Jack. Hey, oh man, uh, I'm watching our Andy Staples here on the SEC Network. Uh, he was he like Don Barzini with the uh, little with the flower in his coat. I mean, is he pushing I, I, somebody? I think the flower, and I hope the flower, and I think it is, is uh, to represent uh, Ed Ashoff. 
uh, because oh, yeah. Ed, Ed used to wear yeah, flowers. What a great kid. Yeah. Actually, on our uh, on our podcast on Friday will be uh, Richard Johnson, who was just given the Ed Ashoff Rising Star Award. Uh, well, I'm sorry. My forgiveness on that. I'm just giving Andy Staples a hard time because he. Well, my first thing time. when I saw it, and I said, "Man, that's a first of all, it's an awful jacket, and secondly, why is he wearing? Oh, I I know why he's wearing a flower. That's right. Okay. Well, you know what? But Barzini was a great comment. That that was pretty damn funny. <laughs> it was good. It was you know, good, but I had to way, straighten you out on the flower. That's you know, all. You did. You you did. And by the way, that Mike Griffiths from Dog Nation. He's the Michael Avenatti of the damn uh, of the SEC sports world. I mean, he's awful. That was good. Uh, too, right? Let me tell you I, what. By the way, for, he for is, the cattlemen, he's one of my least favorite people in the world. He is. I tell you what, man. I sell toilet paper, and I know I'm full of crap. That guy just he he is like an entire he is like an entire six acre uh, complex of portlets. He is so full well, of crap. And Robbie will tell you. And Robbie and I've dealt with him. He he everywhere he's been, where whoever he's covered. He was the Michigan biggest homer State. for that team. Michigan, Michigan State, State Tennessee, Tennessee, Georgia. He's going to be a homer for him, and that's that's not the way I kind of kind of went through my life. And by the way, I don't know if the if, I, if the esteemed cattleman, which I bet he lives in a double wide trailer somewhere on the East Tennessee River. Uh, I'm not sure it's talk- double wide. I think it could be single. <laughs> And the dog and, and the old coon tick dogs uh, like uh, has a rope around the big oak tree like outside of there. Uh, <laughs> but my thing is here, you keep mentioning Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin. You lost Layla Reeves. You lost Layla Reeves. I totally Reeves. agree with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so that makes you, know, you a loser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who gives a rip about this guy? I want to tell you something, guys. I've heard some stuff. I'm, I'm gonna make a prediction. If not, I'll get you guys up to me. Island. Sorry, Fernandina Beach. I'm from Fernandina Beach. Uh, but uh, I've been told by the end of this month we'll be probably two, three, four in recruiting. Our guys are working hard. And today it was just – I thank God for the ESPN 850. I forget the uh, other FM station because I've been listening to 850 since I was like probably – 91 FM. There you go. There you go. Get in that plug. But, uh, you know, it's great to have a normal guy as our coach, not some freaking nutcase like the last two guys we had, a guy that gets up and just talks, and, you know, they kept bugging him with Kirby and Saban, and he just takes it, deflects it, and moves on. It's great to have a regular guy as our head coach now. I think that's the way they feel in Jacksonville, too. Well, and, and by the way, they're not going to move that game. There's too much tradition. Yeah, no, All these no way. redneck Georgia fans are not going to give up. Their, I mean, ask Tony if you ever had Tony Barnhart on. But, I mean, Tony Barnhart goes down with all of his fraternity yeah. brothers from uh, Athens back from, uh, well, I think he graduated in 48. But, yeah, all of his buddies, they all go down and have a whole thing. It's like, what's here in Atlanta? Why would you go to Athens? There's nothing in Athens. They got great bars, but that's it. But I mean, you're talking about the the bulldog faithful. Well, it's not rooms. just that, Jack. It it's is delicious. if you had the game on on campus, okay, and which they have had, obviously the the two years that they had it, you're only getting eight thousand tickets. So yeah. all the people that love going to Florida, Georgia, aren't going to be able to go. I mean, no. they're, they're, you're, but, but you're you're it, cutting it, it, thirty two thousand of them out. But, right away. But, I mean, who wants to come to Atlanta and dodge bullets? I live here. I mean, you know, these guys. Well, we're not going I, to Atlanta. Like, we're going to Athens only. 
All right, so okay, whatever. I right, love so, Athens. Athens is a great town. I love Athens. It's a great bar town. But I'm and I was there that night. Just well, that's like, why in, it's in, a great town. It's a great bar. I town. was there that night when in '95. I was there that night. That was a great night. When the Braves won the, the World Series. Yes, it was. I was there. <laughs> and by the grace of God, how I got back to East, uh, back to Smellville, uh, we I just thank you, Jesus. I'm gonna say, but uh, <laughs> no, but uh, it was bad. It was bad. And as Spurrier said, look, look at the football. Boop. It's the Bulldog right in the mouth. It's the Bulldog right in the mouth on the replay. But, uh, you know, I, I like our coach. I like our team. I think that I think you're going to see uh, some of the, you know, this, the kid we recruited last that came in from Texas, man. He's a burner. Uh, the two guys, we got transfers. And I'm, I'm excited because I think that this team, had, what hadn't been coached since the LSU game from a year and a half ago. I think this team was just let go. Dan quit. And, I mean, good God, Todd Grantham. Oh, my God, bless his heart. All the money he just—I mean, back in the mask days, he was like Jesse James. He sure wanted Jesse James mask when he got a thing when he got his pay from Florida. He robbed us. That guy cost us ten games because he couldn't coach defense worth a flip. And we can't tackle now. We got some organization, but I'm gonna tell you, I, I believe how we win. It's gonna be—we're gonna lean heavy on the ground game because we got seven or eight really big offensive linemen. They're in great shape, and I'm telling you, I think you're going to see a, you're going to see a 55, 56 percent running, and Billy's going to pound the damn football and slow some of these games down to where his guys can get up because we do have a good offensive line, and we got a pretty good stable of running backs. And again, you don't want Anthony Richardson running around. Is Andy Staples wearing like one of uh, uh, one of like maybe uh, the guy that's on the SEC net, one of his uh, Alabama hand-me-downs? Uh, I his name. But, yeah, he's going to run the football this year. It's going to be 55. It's going to be 60-40. Got to throw the football, but he's got to run the football. And against Tennessee and people like this that are going to spread it out and throw the football, you know, 35, 40 times a game, he's got to spread this football, shorten the football, and I think he's going to run the ball. But we've got talent. I mean, again, yeah, are we thin? Yeah, but, I mean, you look at the linebackers, D1 Black. I mean, uh, it, I think we've got talent. My only scare is up the middle. Uh, well, the, the defensive lineman, uh, I just I think we've got talent. And I think we're finally going to be coached because I talked to our buddy Bo Bear there, and you need to have him. Y'all, I mean, Pat, you need to have Bo on, on this thing. Hey, Bo, is, Bo knows all about the 80s, 90s, all the inside stuff. But when he when, – when, when, I forget the Wilson kid's name. When he threw that shoe, Dan Moe and his staff lost an entire team. They lost it. Yep, changed a lot. But, I mean, Jack, I, I think, you know, obviously completely agree with you. The – just the way and the structure that that he's been able to come in and implement, and just the understanding of the game, and you know, just I, I just I feel like he's going to be that guy that's always a few plays ahead and setting stuff up and doing different things and has a plan to make it work. And if if that plan's going well, he's going to be successful. And um, well, I mean, they they know how to game plan. There's been a lot of guys yeah, that have been in the NFL, and it's going to be better. You you got the best cornerback coach in America. Sure. I think this new defense coordinator got some new stuff because I mean, Grantham was like. Grantham was like a uh, man. He was like Ed Sullivan. He's been done for like forty years. He's done fifty years. He's done. I know. He's right done. after Topo Gijo. <laughs> and the uh, here's done. We're gonna bring out the Beatles. Uh. <laughs> here's the Beach Boys. All right. Anyway, guys, I love you. Go Gators. Talk to you later in the week. Okay. All right, Jack. Appreciate it. We got to uh, snag one final break. So let's make that happen. We'll come back and wrap things up on a Wednesday edition of the Tailgate. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
Good afternoon, I'm Ailey Shames. SEC football media days continue today. Head coach Billy Napier, quarterback Anthony Richardson, offensive lineman Richard Garage, and linebacker Ventrell Miller were all in Atlanta to answer questions by the media. Florida's Joseph Fanbolo will continue to represent the Gators in the World Athletic Championships in Eugene, Oregon. He will be competing in the 200-meter finals, clinching the spot after clocking in at 19.92 seconds in his previous heat. Florida pitcher Nick Pogue was not drafted in this past MLB draft, but the Washington Nationals just signed him to his first professional contract. The redshirt sophomore was going to transfer to Ole Miss, but will now continue his career in the national system. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ailey Shane. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. You spoke, we listened. You wanted the easiest car buying experience ever. At Gatorland Toyota, we give you the easiest car buying experience ever. With express shopping, you can shop and buy your vehicle entirely from home. We'll even deliver your car to you. Want a customized Toyota? With our pre-order program, you can get the exact Toyota you want. And if you have a vehicle you'd like to trade or sell, we'll buy it whether you buy from us or not. Come experience how Gettle's got it at Gatorland Toyota today. Visit GatorlandToyota.com for the easiest car buying experience ever. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Then I was going in to have chemo, and before we put in my port, I called and said I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, is to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away, and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my health care team and the family that's behind me and that Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. The jewelry store with the most likes, the most positive reviews, the most raving fans is International Diamond Center. IDC is definitely a place that I will come to as long as I live here. This will be my go-to place always. Literally the best jewelry store in town. You'll make friends for life coming in here. I felt like family from the beginning, and it made a rather daunting task very, very easy. They really take the time to find out what you want or what you desire in a ring. You have to come here. There's no other option. The customer service, the time spent to do what I wanted and what her vision was, there's no other place to go. You know you can go there and you know that you can trust. The value was extraordinary. They genuinely care about their customers. It's not just about the sale. It's about the people. International Diamond Center, the people's choice for selection, quality, value, and service. I've got a beautiful diamond on my finger and I'm very proud of it. International Diamond Center. I'm very happy to show it off. (laughs) At Celebration Point across from Regal Cinemas, official jeweler of the Florida Gators. WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. The tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
Jeff, during the break, calling up great Mike Leach comments. Yes. He's a, he's he's our Spurrier. No, it's he's, good. Uh, and I mean, and you you have to agree with basically everything he says. He's not wrong with anything he says. Than I was an idiot. I totally agree with yeah. him on that. I mean, you got to give give him a lot of credit for the things he comes up he, with. He doesn't. He he it was just, worried about raccoons taking over his yard. I know. I just I, I don't know. Obviously, you know, it would have been. Very, very interesting if he was the coach here getting to do the coach's show with him. It would have been. Like, this the stuff I would have come up with and then he could have played off of. Like, But, you know. It would have been like, fun. Yeah, it would have been great. And it would have been great for the media. But the the weird, the thing about Mike Leach, and, and again, this goes back to the whole Cattleman Lane Kiffin argument. There's baggage here. And, and, in, and in the case of Mike Leach, it's that he doesn't really want to work at that job that hard. You know, so he spends a lot of the time in Key West during the off season, and and he goes, hey, you know, I'll I'll get some guys in here, and we'll just, you know, we'll figure out how to how to work them. You know, I, my offense is going to be good enough. That's not what Florida needed. They didn't need another version of of Dan Mullen, who was equally as weird, but just weird in a different way. I think that I think Florida needed, a, and I mentioned this earlier, needed to do what Jacksonville did, which was go back to normal. Go back to a normal coach who does things the right way, and I think they that's what they've, they've gotten back to. All right, we're going to go back to the phones. They certainly Mike. weren't there with the last no. two coaches. No. <laughs> hey, Mike. A patient, Mike. Um, Patience is I a virtue. That's that's true. Um, that's I thought he did an outstanding job today. It, it was like the last caller who was really on fire today. Um, it, it's nice to have somebody that is just gives intelligent answers very measured what he's saying it comes off as 100 percent genuine uh it's just so refreshing to see a guy that's uh not embarrassing you talking about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or teaching his dog crust cut off you gotta get the crust cut off now and get him right yeah I'm, you know, hey let me tell you what we're gonna get on a bus <laughs> every time i hear this guy i'm more impressed because it if he's 100% genuine, if this is who he really is, he's going to make this program better. Let me There's tell no you what. With, 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 uh, here's one thing I've noticed with Billy Napier. If you just listen to him, you kind of – the first you're going like, who is this kind of rube, you know? And then after about five minutes, you're going, I like this guy. And then after yeah. about ten minutes, you're like, I think I want to play for him. <laughs> That's the way he yeah. is. He comes across as being – Kind of, you know, like, uh, he, you know, talks in a real slow manner, which is what we do in the South. Uh, most of Southerners do and comes across being kind of. And then all of a sudden you're like, everything he's saying is making sense. I, uh, yeah. And, and I, that's the way I've been with it. him. It's the same way, yeah. yeah. And he really means it. That's what's coming yeah. across. It's not just coach speak because this is what the mom and daddies want to hear. But in the background, I'm a completely different person. I think this guy is who he really says he is, and, and it's just really good to see. Yeah, it's it's infectious. Know, and, uh, People want to play for him. Yeah, yeah and P, and it, for for an alum of UF, it, it makes me proud of my university again that you've got somebody leading the program that has character. No, I think that there's no doubt about that. I, I you know, I mean, I don't. There there were a lot of things I didn't like about Dan, but it, most of it was towards the end. But uh, and certainly with uh, we all know what 
how things went south of McIlwain. But, no, I look, again, I, I've said this every time I speak to the quarterback club, I say the same thing. This guy's still undefeated. He has not lost a game. Yeah. And I, yeah. I'll be curious to see if they get off to a slow start. As, as tough as the schedule is early with those three tough games, the first four, I mean, I'll be curious to see where Gator fans are. But um, I like everything he's doing. I like I, everything – Every time I hear, and I'm like you, Mike. Every time I hear him talk, whether it's a, to the quarterback club, whether it's in a press conference, whether it's to uh, Gator clubs, and we we read the the transcripts, or whether it was here at SEC Media Days, I come away impressed. I've never I've never been disappointed yet. I will say that it it makes me think the program's in good hands. That's to me. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Go All right, Mike. Thank you. So a lot of football talk today. We didn't even talk about Samantha Bender coming to the Florida softball team. No. Or the guy that's going to roll early for the baseball team. Who? Oh, the Southern Miss guy? No. Who? Who? I mean, you're I, the one who showed it to me before the show started. And I said, yeah, I know. You said he hit 486. You remember that? I do remember saying that. Right. Yeah. So then, how do you say who? But I can't remember it's just his disappointing. name. Disappointing. Oh, I can't remember his name. How many? What was his name? Eighty-six guys. What was his name? I don't know. Okay. I don't <laughs> care yet. But we already talked about it. Eighty-six guys were selected from the SEC in the major league draft. That's pretty darn good. Yeah, they added another round of probably about ninety-six. I mean, because that's where the best players play. We know that. The worst pick, though, was by our Atlanta Braves in round nine. Uh, I'm going to go. It has to be somebody from one of three schools. Vanderbilt? No. LSU or Miami? Good pick. No, SEC. It's an SEC. LSU or or LSU? No, Georgia. Oh. Corey Acton was picked by the Braves. (laughs) Are you kidding me? In round nine? He wasn't that good when he was here. It wasn't that good when he was horrible. Like, what are the Braves doing? I thought the Braves were smart. Yeah, he's a developmental guy. No, he's they not. Bring him in there, though. He's got 0% put, chance. Put some, put some a feed bag on him. I mean, he was go. drafted ahead of Tim Elko, the guy from Ole Miss that was so oh. electric. Oh, that's just dumb. I mean, Elko's like on one leg and all that stuff, so he's probably not going to play in the bigs, but still, that, like that yeah. makes no sense. No, I don't get that. But again, it's ninth round. I don't care. How some of that stuff works. Corey Acton, your boy. Yeah, you have a you – know, once guys leave here, you do not like them. I will, I've noticed that the guy at FSU. Who was that? Carry on. Yeah, carry He's on. all right. I don't mind him. Yeah, and they got the big hit against Florida. That didn't bother you? It's fine. Okay. I'm just curious. I never know where you're coming from. I, here's where I know where you're going. You're going away. And you will not be here tomorrow. Yeah. Robbie, Andrew, and I will be in tomorrow. And then uh, no show Friday because Jeff is gone. And well, we look forward to uh, talking a lot more about college football, SEC media days. We'll share some stories, Robbie and I. And we'll also, maybe, we may even get some, some live talk, which we didn't get into. Today. Yeah, some interesting stuff. Yeah. More today. All right, I'll miss you. Yeah, I'll miss Do you good. Too. Jason, thanks for producing. Appreciate you as always and everybody that tuned in today. All of your awesomeness for making that happen. Peace out.
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Adjective that described Tyrant 2, but I'm not going to go there. Taylor and Sydney, I love you guys more than I will ever be able to express. You two are my heartbeat. I am standing on this stage here tonight because of you. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And Carlin here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And we are streaming live in studio from ESPN headquarters in Bristol, Connecticut on ESPN+. Plus. Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for the guys. We are taking you up until 7 o'clock Eastern, so we've got about an hour left hanging out with you. If you miss any of the show, check out the podcast on the ESPN app. ESPN Radio, of course, is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. You can tweet to me and Harry at AmberWSports at HDouglas83. You can also always give us a call on the CC call-in line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. So you just heard it there from Stuart Scott. If you're watching ESPN Plus, they were playing his speech from the ESPYs back in 2014. And Harry, what's remarkable about that is that that year that he was giving the speech at the ESPYs, he had just undergone 58 chemotherapy infusions by that time. He battled cancer for many, many years. People may not know that. Stuart Scott was originally diagnosed with cancer back in 2007. It went into remission. It came back in 2011, went into remission, and came back again a few years later, and we lost him in 2015. A figure I know here around ESPN that inspired you personally. Listen, I'll say Stuart Scott is the reason, I'll be honest, is the reason why I watch SportsCenter. Is the reason why I watched a lot of ESPN growing up. And I could just remember the phrases like that he would use right now. Um, talking about baseball, saying a guy going for a, a spot to be a home run and, so, and, a, and a player catches it over the wall. Why you got a player hating me like that? Mm-hmm. The no diggity, no doubt. You know what I mean? I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. Adding the flavor to um, being a commentator, being on ESPN, being authentic, and just showing people that look like me that, hey, we could be on this screen doing what Stu did. He motivated so many people, especially uh, – the minority community to aspire to, to, to be an analyst, mm-hmm. to be their authentic self, to show their realness. And that's all because of Stuart Scott. And I literally used to sit there, me and my brother, my sister, my cousins, just to watch Stuart Scott um, and the flavor he put on things when he, when he was talking about sports. And he is an icon. He, he is a person that a lot of people looked up to. He would never be forgotten because I can honestly say he may have been the first to be as authentic as he was and not changing who he was personally to fit a mold, Mm -hmm. especially on a network. And I appreciate him for that. And I always will thank him for that 
because he is one of the main reasons why I am in this business right now at the same network that he once works worked for. Yeah, he was unbelievably inspirational. For me, he was inspirational also from the standpoint of him working all those years here at ESPN through cancer. And when he did make it public that he had it with his battles and he's still showing up and he's working through it. That to me was so inspirational when I then went through my own cancer battle and stayed in broadcasting and stayed behind the mic when I was working down at the time locally in Miami. And I knew that I could because I had seen others do it like Stuart Scott, who did it so gracefully, like Dickie V, who has been doing it Mm -hmm. this year, by the way. Uh, Another staple here at ESPN. Let's not forget about what he's been battling around here, too. Dickie V, unbelievably inspirational to me. You said Stuart Scott has everything to do while you're here. Dick Vitale has everything to do with while I'm here, why I'm here. I grew up in Sarasota, Florida, which is where Dick Vitale lives. He's a staple there. I grew up on Siesta Key. Uh, if anybody's <laughs> familiar with the MTV show, a little different than that, nevertheless. Uh, so I grew up there, and Dickie V used to eat at the same restaurant every weekend for breakfast on Siesta Key in Sarasota, Florida. And when I was a teenager, I wanted to do this, right? I wanted to work for ESPN. I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. And one day I was at that restaurant in the morning having breakfast with my dad. Of course, Dick Vitale was there like he always was and my dad said hey go up and talk to him and I finally did I got up the courage and he was so nice because I didn't want to bug him but you know Dick Vitale is just the nicest phenomenal so welcoming and encouraged me talk to me ask me what what do I want to do talk to me about my dreams he was so encouraging telling me to go after those dreams to definitely not stop he was so inspirational and quite literally inspired me as a young adult or as a teenager, really, as a kid, I would call you now. I mean, at the time, I thought I was a young adult. Uh, as you know, as a child, he inspired me to be here and to go into this. And it here I am, all these years later at ESPN, working at the same network as him. So those stories are just so inspirational. These I gotta are tell people. You, more. I gotta tell you, you tell more. me more. The, the, the tell Dick me Va- more. I'll tell you more about the Dick Vitale uh, story. So my brother, a lot of people know, played in the NBA. Dick mm-hmm. Vitale covered my brother. Um, in college. And when we were in high school, we used to be like play like against other neighborhoods, right? And we used to mimic Dick Vitale. Oh, he's a diaper dandy baby. <laughs> and then when we was in high school, we had basketball games. We'd get off the bus going to certain arenas and we'd walk into the arena. Uh, like my brother, he could shoot it from long range. You better guard him as soon as he get off the bus, baby. You better guard him. He's a PTP. He's a PTP, baby. So just all those stories, man, between Dick Vitale and Stuart Scott, their energy, their energy stood out. It was infectious, and people loved to be around them. And I work with Chris Budden. I do radio with her and have become close with Chris Budden uh, over the last year. And she works with Dick Vitale closely uh, with college basketball. And she speaks so highly of him. I know he's an amazing person. Uh, I've seen it with my own eyes. And him and Stuart Scott have blessed so many people within this business with their presence, the way they went about their business, but their generosity and the way that they have uh, empathy for people and take the time out to show them love as well. So those two guys that I think we would never see another Dick Vitale in this business, the way Dick Vitale do it. I don't think we will ever see another Stuart Scott the way he did it. But those are two people that will be staples for ESPN all time. All, when I mean all time, all time in their history. And that legacy is strong. I yep. mean, it's why you and I are sitting here. I mean, it's remarkable. 
how many people inspire. And we talked about it earlier with Clayton Kershaw. There was a 10-year-old boy, if you missed the story, if you missed any of the show, you can always check out the Canty and Carlin podcast on the ESPN app. But Harry and I talked about it earlier because it's a very special day. So we are sharing these cancer stories. It is V Foundation here, V Foundation Day here at ESPN Radio. So make sure that you donate v.org slash donate 100% of your donation goes straight to cancer research. And in having these conversations earlier and sharing these stories, we talked about how who stole the show last night at the Major League Baseball All-Star Game was actually from a press conference. It was Clayton Kershaw's press conference. A 10-year-old boy, Bryce, he had a media pass. He ended up at the end of Kershaw's presser. Kershaw gets up. He thinks it's done. And then he sees this 10-year-old boy walk up to ask him some more questions. He graciously sits down. And the boy shares a story about his grandfather and about how his grandfather's dream was to meet Clayton Kershaw. And he was this huge Clayton Kershaw fan. And it was such a remarkable moment because, of course, the the little boy, you know, got emotional, but he was so brave in walking up there and kind of commanding the room and getting to share his grandfather's story. His grandfather got diagnosed with brain cancer. He made a list of things that he wanted to do with his grandkids, with his two grandsons. Once he had recovered, he didn't ever get the opportunity. One of those things was meet Clayton Kershaw. He didn't get the opportunity to do that with his grandson, so his grandson went ahead and did it in his memory, carrying on that legacy. And that's what we're talking about here. And just what a remarkable moment Clayton Kershaw handled it so beautifully. You know, of course, thanking the kid for sharing his story, mm-hmm. giving him a big hug. But it was just one of those moments, the timing of it, when we're now on ESPN radio the next day talking about the V Foundation, it was just one of those moments that everybody was touched. I mean, you guys go check out the video online, like Google it. I mean, there would never, but, but, but zero chance you'll have dry eyes. Like the, a simple act of kindness and showing compassion and, and, and having empathy towards people and just sometimes just sitting there and listening. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it doesn't, like, you just sit there and listen. And that made the kids' day. Clayton Kershaw getting up, taking a picture with him, giving him a hug, and that that, that young man is going to remember that for the rest of his life. He's his family is going to remember that. that for the rest of his life. That impact, uh, and that's really what it's about here today. It's just that impact, that legacy, and you love to see it from professional athletes getting to recognize the impact that they're having, and we today are recognizing the impact that you can have. So again. We are asking you to please join us today in raising money for cancer research. You go to v.org slash donate. Every dollar you donate, up to $1 million will be matched. That means your donation will be automatically doubled by a private donor who was inspired by Dickie V's story and has been so kind and generous to step up and help.